you're exponentially increasing your audience. You know, that whole thing of she told two friends and she told two friends and so on and so on. It's like you can be in front of so many more people so much faster. I just feel like guesting on podcasts is it just speeds up the process of getting in front of your ideal audience and getting those leads. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for coaches, course creators, and experts who want to grow their influence, income, and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out. Create the influence, income, and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and today I have a guest to come and talk about how to leverage your podcast. Whether you're a host or whether you're a guest, this is for you to help you to really amplify your authority. So I've invited Lindsay Phillips, who's the CEO of Smooth Business Podcasting. She's a content marketing and podcast expert, host of Leverage Your Podcast Show and creator of the podcast leverage system. She's been featured in a ton of media, been on some really great shows like Entrepreneurs on Fire, Joe Fairless's Best Podcast Ever, and she loves helping entrepreneurs build their authority and increase visibility through the power of podcasting. So welcome to the show, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. I've been following you for so long and you're connected with some people that I know and work with. And so I'm like, oh, we need to connect more. (laughs) Totally. And the feeling is mutual. I've been following you for quite a while and your name often comes up in conversations that I have with <laughs> with people around. So this is going to be great. We're at different ends of the day. I'm sitting here I know. with my coffee because you're the first podcast of the day. You're sitting there with your beer because you're yeah. finishing off your day. <laughs> and I think this is just fantastic. Why don't you share a little bit about how you got into podcasting? Like, What was it that made podcasting the thing that you really wanted to lean into? It full disclosure, I actually got shoved into it by my coach. He's like, I now I was doing a virtual assistant company and then I morphed into content marketing and then niche down even further with podcasting. But he's like, you have to do videos and you have to do a podcast. And I was like scared to death. Mm. And I was like, oh, and I did it anyways. The first couple sucked. But once I kind of got rolling, I got found my groove and I kind of realized the relationships that I was creating. It was so much fun chatting with other people on other sides of the world. And I missed that aspect, you know, when you're working by yourself and the amount of leads that I was getting and like other podcast guesting opportunities and speaking on stage. And I just was like, wow, I didn't realize at the time how beneficial it truly was. I love that you shared that you were scared about niching down. I mean, I know that's not what we're talking about today, Mm -hmm. but I just, there's so many people that are scared to niche down. And as we're, you know, moving in or moving on from the early days of the internet, we're really well and truly into it now. It is the time of micro niching to really cut through. And that's for sure what you've done. And obviously it's worked for you well, because I know you've got an absolute rocking business. 
Thanks. How did you come up with your podcast leverage system? How far through, how did this come to eventuate? Yeah, that's a great question. No one's ever asked me that yet. It honestly, it was more my own sanity for creating content for my business without killing myself. I was like, oh my God, I'm trying to do videos. I don't have time to write blogs. I'm doing a podcast. I'm guesting on podcasts. I'm like, there's only so much of me to go around. Mm. And I'm like, there's, why am I not just using this? And I love taking, and I'll kind of go you know, deeper into it, but I love taking like little snippets. I call them snackable bites out of content, whether it's a blog or a video. I'm like, why can't I do the same thing with my podcast? And it'll just make my life so much easier. And then I started to do it for clients. And I even do it with videos with when they're guesting on a show, like it's not just for podcast hosts. It really can be used in a multitude of ways. Obviously my focus is on podcasting, but yeah, it just fit a need for me and it was helping my clients out. Mm, I love it. I love frameworks because they really just follow the bouncing balls. Yeah. What I also love about them is the people that create the frameworks are the experts in what they do. So when someone's got a framework, sit up and take note, take and listen. And yeah, that's what it's about. Before we jump into your framework, I'd love you to share what are the main areas that you see entrepreneurs and podcasters struggle? Mm -hmm. Because I think that this is a really great context to set the scene for what we're going to talk about today. So true. And again, whether you're a host or a guest, it's sort of that feeling of like everyone else is being seen. Everyone else is on podcasts. Everyone's on stage. Everyone's strutting their stuff and doing their thing and rocking it. You know, what am I doing wrong? Why am I not being noticed? It's kind of like that whole, it's like a phrase, but like best kept secret kind of a thing. And it can be frustrating, right? And then same with like, okay, I'm doing all these things. Why am I not getting the leads that I want? Why am I not getting the conversions or, you know, getting engagement from people or like, I I feel like I'm going through the right steps, but then I'm not getting the results. Mm -hmm. Totally. So your four-step framework, Mm -hmm. like we mentioned, is you specifically put it together for podcasters, but for anyone that's listening that doesn't have a podcast, this can also be used for guesting. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to hear from you. Why do you think it is so powerful to be a guest on podcasts? It is huge. I mean, you get that instant notoriety. It's almost like, you know, when you hear that someone's an author of a book, you're instantly like, ooh, like, damn, there's somebody. You know what I mean? It's like, they need to be on my show or I need to be connected with them or hire them or whatever it may be. Same thing when you're guesting. It's like, if they see like, Ooh, you've guessed on this show and that show, a you're exponentially increasing your audience. You know, that whole thing of she told two friends and she told two friends and so on and so on. It's like, you can be in front of so many more people so much faster. I just feel like guesting on podcasts is it just speeds up the process of getting in front of your ideal audience and getting those leads. Mm. Now, before we started recording, you and I were talking about people that guest on podcasts, but without a strategy. So (laughs) this is why I really want to go into this framework because I agree with you. I think podcast guesting, 
I've got a nine-step system that I take my thought leaders and change makers through. Nice. And podcasting is one of the nine steps to build a seven-figure business. It is really powerful. Mm-hmm. It is a really great way to get your name out, but it's also a really great way to waste time if you don't have a strategy and just waste an hour of your time. Uh-huh. So let's start off with what are the four steps so that people have context of what they are, and then let's go back and start to unpack them. Yeah, that makes total sense. So the podcast leverage system is basically four steps to creating consistent authority boosting content with less overwhelm so that you're ticking off all those boxes and you're seeing more results without killing yourself, which is what every entrepreneur needs. (laughs) Exactly. We don't want that. No, no, we don't. Um, I'm all for things that are like logical and systematic and easy to implement so that you can be consistent and get results. Again, the first step is publish for results. And that is publishing on your website to reap the benefits. And we can dive deeper into that. Mm -hmm. The second one is distribute for maximum exposure. So you want to distribute the podcast episode everywhere to nurture your current prospects, your attract new ones. And then the third step is to repurpose for higher visibility. Mm -hmm. And so as you know, Samantha, you have to be more savvy than just like share, Hey, I was on this podcast and and that's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need to be more creative and create bingeable and, you know, content that people can consume. The fourth point is my favorite. (laughs) It is multiply for consistent content and sanity so that you leverage what you have, dissect it, splice it, and use it in different ways so that you're able to create shareable content super easily. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Awesome. Loving this so far. All right, let's go back to publish. Now, the very first thing you said was publish on your website. Mm -hmm. And I only just saw a question in a Facebook book group yesterday. Mm. Do you listen to podcasts on someone's website or do you listen to it on an app? Yeah. So you know exactly who I'm talking about. I do. I just answered it five minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oddly enough. So why is it so important to have your podcast published on your website? Absolutely. It's funny, there are so many podcasters that have their podcast on like their host's server, so to speak. So, or they only share iTunes or they only share Spotify or whatever it may be. But when you think about it, the website is the home of your business. That is where people are going to know your personality, learn more about what you're doing and how you can help them, what your solution is. But it's also the easiest way to convert them to a lead. So when obviously when you're a podcast host, you want to have like the picture and the audio file and show notes or timestamps. And then as a guest, don't be afraid to make a post. You can have create your own image if the host doesn't create one. You know, sometimes you can embed the YouTube video they give you Mm -hmm. or the audio if you're, you know, know some good hack techniques, but you can also have a button that says, listen on iTunes, listen on Spotify, listen on the host's webpage. Like there's options. You can even create your own show notes. I don't know about you, Samantha, but I've been on shows 
where they actually didn't write any show notes. It was just like the, my bio mm-hmm. and then that's all. And so for me, I'm like, oh, I want people to know what the show was about and to tease them. And like, you know, we cover this, we cover that. Oh yeah. That, that pertains to me. I really want to know more about that. And then they'll listen. But the great thing about creating a post on your site is that you have more opportunity to convert them to a lead. You can do call to actions on the post, have nice graphics about a lead magnet, a webinar that's coming up, your Facebook group. But there's also the the sidebar that is like key real estate where you can show your Facebook feed like, ooh, that that way they're going to connect on Facebook. Again, share those lead magnets or your Facebook group so that you have more opportunities to convert them to a lead. Mm. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. So you're not just talking about a host putting it on their page. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a guest Mm -hmm. putting a blog post around an episode that they've been on with for another show. Absolutely. That is so good. That is so good. All right. So that's your publish. Let's talk about distribute. Now, distributing is mainly for the podcast hosts and all the different media directories. But the two things that I include in there that would easily relate to a podcast guester, I guess you could call them, Mm -hmm. is to make sure that you are emailing your list and let them know, hey, I was on this episode or, hey, this episode just went live. And obviously, like the reason why they should listen to it, Mm -hmm. A, you're staying in touch with them, you're top of mind. You're serving them and nurturing them. So you're giving them fabulous content. You're not promoting every email and you're just, you're staying in touch and you can add other things onto the bottom or ask them a question and tell them to hit reply. Like there's tons of things you can do with that. And then the other element is LinkedIn articles. Mm -hmm. And now LinkedIn has newsletters. Mm -hmm. So you can actually create a LinkedIn newsletter it's just like a blog post really in LinkedIn and post your information about your podcast. Again, you can put in call to actions and stuff, link to your website, whatever you want. And then now that it becomes a newsletter, people actually subscribe to it. So when you post a new episode or a new article, if you will, they get notified, Mm. which is gold. Mm -hmm. Perfect. You did talk a little bit in distribute around the types of apps that you can Mm -hmm. connect your RSS feed to. Now, I know that there are a lot of new apps players in the game. Can you talk about some of the new apps that maybe people haven't heard about? Mm -hmm. Because I know that you help your clients to go into some of these newer platforms and they're getting some really great results from being in you know, a new place. They totally are. I know it can feel overwhelming. Like I get like emails constantly and I'm like, I don't have time to look into that. (laughs) And I'm like, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I've got a few sitting in there in my inbox right now in that boat. (laughs) I know. So the ones there's like reason FM, I haven't been into their wisdom app is another one that I haven't really delved fully into yet. But the two that I have delved into are Audia, it's A-U-D-E-A.io. And I actually had the owner on my uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is verbal. It's another weird one. Mm V-U-R-B-L. And man, I set Full disclosure here. I set mine up, I don't know, a month ago, maybe a couple months after my podcast went live. 
I hadn't even set it up. I didn't have time to like do all the make a party and all the good stuff. And I'm getting a ton of listens and I haven't even put any time into it. I'm like, sweet. (laughs) Yeah. And then or like a couple of clients of mine, like they are getting a ton of listens. And the cool thing about that is that they actually have the ability to comment on the episodes and people can actually just like you can search for a video on YouTube instead of searching and you get like a podcast, you actually get podcast episodes that relate to what you want to listen to right then and there. So it's like, I call it a mashup between like YouTube and Spotify. It's super cool. Mm. Yeah. I love Audea. It's definitely something that I'm on. Yeah. What is, I guess, a little bit frustrating is it doesn't, you can't use the RSS feed. I know. So you have to upload the episodes separately. It means that the listens don't go into your downloads again. Right. That really doesn't bother me because you can see the listens. Yes. I really love Audea because you can search it like YouTube, which no other podcast app you can, which to me is crazy. If I'm interested in, you know, NFTs or if I'm interested in, you know, health coaching, yeah, I can't search those on other podcast apps. No. Which makes no sense to me. It is weird. That's what I love about Audaya. I can, so it's like YouTube for audio where I can actually search an interest and actually get different podcasts coming up. So I use Audaya a lot to, because I am, I love podcasts yeah. and I get such better information coming back from that. I guess, search engine. Interesting. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So really love Audaya. Okay, so that's your distribute, your third part of your system. I had written down multiply, but it's not. What is it? Close. Repurpose. Repurpose. Yes. And so here's, and I think people just have to get over like a mindset and Lord knows I've been there too. It's like, if you do a podcast episode on, I don't know, creating show notes, like You can also create a blog on it. You can create a video on it. You can go live on Facebook and talk about it. Or you can even create those little mini reels or like even just the two minute videos on like a section of that podcast. And even if you guested on someone else's show and you don't have like the raw file or whatever, you can still do it because you were in there, you know, your content. But you can like go live and just say, oh, man, I was just interviewed yesterday by Samantha Riley. It was awesome. She's so great. You know, we chatted about this, this and this and this. Can't wait to share it when it comes out. So you can even create buzz for that episode before it even goes out. Or, you know, after it does go out, you can like a week later do a little video on like a nugget or a thought that was shared during that episode And then like, hey, if you didn't see the whole episode, click here. Mm. So you can like, there's just, you have to think outside the box and there's different, and people aren't going to be like, oh, but you're just regurgitating what was already there. I'm like, well, not really. You're like, you're framing it in a different way and you're positioning it. And you're also delivering it in a medium that other people may prefer. Mm. Not only that, but generally our social media audience, like only 10% of our audience sees a post. So why not create more content so you've got more people likely to see? I remember one day I did like a, it was like a 90 second Facebook live, which goes against what everyone says, you know, you've got to be on live for five minutes, 10 minutes, so everyone gets notified, blah, blah, blah. 
I'm like, you know what? I've got 90 seconds before a webinar. I'm just going to hit live and just go, hey, I'm just running this webinar. If you're just seeing this, you might want to hop on. Yeah. I had two people from that 90 second live hop on and made sales from that. Sweet. So we can apply that straight to podcasts as well. You never know who's going to see that yeah. that hasn't seen all of your other highly curated and planned and very strategic posts. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think it's a problem. People aren't going to be going, oh, I saw Lindsay have a different piece of content that was kind of similar the other day. It doesn't happen. No, you're giving people too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. And for me, it's like, I find that entrepreneurs are like, oh my God, I haven't done a blog. I haven't done this. I don't know what to write about. I don't know what to post about. And so they end up not doing anything. And then their feed is like super inconsistent. And you're just like, you're stressed out where it's like, you've got this stuff right there. Just know how to use it. Mm. What are some of the platforms that you use to publish your or get sort of this podcast episode out? So LinkedIn newsletter, for sure. Obviously, email my list. LinkedIn, just in general for the regular social posts, Instagram and Facebook. I haven't delved into TikTok. Thinking about it. We'll see. I'm not one. I don't love making videos. I'm not going to lie. And I went off Twitter along. I just, there's only so much I can do. So I just decided to opt out of Twitter. Mm -hmm. We'll see if that changes once Elon Musk takes it over. I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly right. Well, if nothing else, he's created a buzz. (laughs) Uh People like Twitter, all the people that had forgotten about Twitter have all of a sudden remembered it's there again. (laughs) Seriously, right? Yeah. With Instagram, what because obviously there's lots of little things or I call them almost like mini platforms within Instagram. You I know. know. It's kind of frustrating. <laughs> we've got stories. We've got IGTV. We've got reels. We've got your news feed. <sighs> do you prefer any over the other or do you tend to tap into them all for different reasons? I tap into them all. Honestly, I admittedly suck at Instagram stories. I great for my clients, but for my own self, I just, I know I should get better at it. It's just my own thing. We can't all be fabulous at everything. We cannot, (laughs) but I do love putting the whole episode of my podcast in the IGTV. So it's the whole episode and it's vertical and it's got the captions and a headline at the top. And I get decent views on those. So they definitely, and then same with some of my clients, they're like, they get so many views on those. And so you're capturing people's attention, which is what you want. Mm. And then same with the audiograms and then capturing small video clips from the podcast that are the square and they're only a minute, they're less than a minute long. So I find those are super effective. Mm, mm, Awesome. So that's the third step, repurposing. And number four, multiply. This is where I really, I know that we're going to get some juiciness coming out. I know it's my favorite. I don't know why, but it is. Well, I was going to say it's my favorite. I love killing a bunch of birds with one stone. It's like Uh if you can get more bang for your buck, I'm like when you're shopping, like anything. (laughs) It's awesome. Why not? Right. (laughs) So it's like think about like if you have your podcast and it's like, I don't know. Well, let's take the podcast leverage system, right? The four steps that blah, 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 blah. If I did a podcast episode on that. There are a number of mini lessons or tips or takeaways from that episode. 
you can take them all out and let them stand out on their own. I call them snackable bites. Mm -hmm. So like tips, statistics, quotes, and just make like a beautiful, like in Canva, a quote graphic, and they have tons of great templates. Make sure that you're sticking to your brand, but, or a tip. And then just when you're posting that, I find it like, share your experience. Don't just say, here's a great tip, blah, 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 blah. Like relate it to the episode that you had, or this person shared this and it really resonated. I do it. I should do more of this. Or so you're relating it to yourself. So it's a little bit more conversational. And the other thing that people often kind of forget is just asking questions. Like we've talked about a bunch of different things. So it's like, Hey, you know, Lindsay and Samantha, we talked about all these different directories that are, you know, out for podcasters, you know, what are your favorites or have you ever, we talked about audio and verbal. Have you ever tried it? Have you checked it out? What do you think of it? So it's just asking for that feedback from your audience to make it more interactive. Mm. And it's like super easy. It's like a no brainer. And there's like, so if you have one podcast episode, you could easily create like six posts and there's your post for the week. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It just makes your life so much easier. And then if for me, I brand those quotes with my little podcast leverage system logo. So then I'm always seeding. Oh, that came from my podcast. What's the Mm. podcast? Oh, I better go check that out. Mm. So you can kind of, you know, you don't want to be linking and promoting while you're doing it, but you can even like, Hey, if you miss that episode, click here. I actually did an article on this click here. Like you can, but basically you want consumable bingeable content that you want people to engage in. Mm, totally. I know I spoke with Adam Shibley on episode ooh, 300 from memory. And he was talking about, you know, when you're having conversations with people on social media, even saying, hey, look, like this is the answer to the question that you've just put out. But I go into more depth in episode, you know, 259 of Influence by Design. For example, I have no idea what episode 259 is, but it's, you know, always about keeping your podcast, I guess, top of mind and using it in in different ways, not just, hey, here's an episode. And that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of call that like, I don't know, I made up a name, (laughs) but I call it cross-reference marketing where like, say on Facebook, you're like, Uh oh, I loved doing my newsletter today. It was fun, blah, 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 blah. And LinkedIn, you know, if you haven't seen it, click here. So you're always kind of like referencing your other platforms or your other pieces of the marketing so that you get crossover and cross-pollination, if you will, and take advantage of those different audiences and the different platforms. But yeah. I love cross-reference marketing. That's totally something you should own (laughs) because even in SEO, you know, in a blog post, that's exactly what we're doing. We're always cross-referencing somewhere else Mm -hmm. to take someone to a different part of our website. This is no different. It's again, was just chatting to someone last night that we have to create this web because someone may not necessarily want to, for example, sign up for your free resource Mm -hmm. and join your email list. But they might say, but I do want to hear more from Lindsay. I'll go listen to her podcast. And then they might binge on that for a few episodes and then go, you know, actually, I want to join a Facebook group and sort of see more about what she's about until they're at a point where like, oh, I want that free resource now. But at that point, they're so deeply ingrained in your community and what you're about 
So we never know where someone's going to opt in and we can't force everyone to go somewhere. So it's how are we going to create this ecosystem where people can go where they feel comfortable and get what it is that they need. Yeah, it's a great point. I love how you explained it as a web and an ecosystem because it's totally true. Mm, Love that so much. Now you've got an accompanying training that goes with your podcast leverage system that you are generously giving away to the listeners of this episode. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what they can learn from the training and the worksheets and the other things that are involved and where they can go to find that? You bet. Thanks for letting me share it. So it's leverageyourpodcast.com slash free. And then basically it's this podcast leverage system, but it goes into more detail and explanation. So it is a training And then I have a worksheet so that you can actually go through it on your own. Like, do I do that? Yes. Do I have, have I missed that? Do I need to add that into my process? And then I even include some Canva templates to kind of get you started on multiplying that content from your podcast. Love that. So of course, we'll put that in the show notes over at influencedbydesignpodcast.com. Thanks. And if you're listening, then you can just go straight over to grab a copy of that. And thoroughly recommend it. Podcasting, I think, is one of the best ways to build your authority because mm-hmm. where else can you spend, apart from speaking on a stage, 40 minutes getting to know I know, you know, your audience and hearing the little quirks and, you know, is that person funny or yeah. you know, I really resonate with that person's values. I think it's very different medium to just reading a blog. And I even think it's really, really different to just seeing a video. That's true. And I love like listening to podcasts. You feel like you're a little fly on the wall and you're like sitting in on someone's conversation. Like it just feels really like intimate and kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, I just love it. And it's funny. You hear the banter back and forth and you hear the different personalities and it's like, you feel like you're in the room and like you have, it sounds corny, but like you feel like you know them, like, and it just speeds up that whole process. You do. I know. It's so awesome. Totally. Yeah. I love that so much. Lindsay, thanks so much for coming on the show today and sharing your system. It's been great to finally meet and chat with you. And I know. Nice to see your face finally. I know, right? <laughs> thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other coaches and experts who are growing and scaling their business too, come and join the Coaches Course Creators and Speakers group on Facebook. The links are all waiting for you over at samanthariley.global.